Well, good morning. Welcome to Winter. Christopher Coakley, President of Search 365. And uh, let me be one of the first to say Happy New Year. Uh, man, is this going to be an incredible one for those of you who decide you know, to make it that way. We got so many great things going on in the company right now. Uh, we're days away from uh, our promotion blitz uh, coming to an end. So each and every one of you should be absolutely giving it everything you got to rank up to another level and get a pay raise uh, in our promotion and, and system and in our comp plan. Uh, and then we're just days away from an incredible director meeting and then just a few more days away from our uh, Punta Cana trip, which will be the largest promotion and jacket ceremony to, uh, that the company's probably ever um, had. And so we're excited about that. A couple of new regional builders, national builders, and even a few new directors will be promoted at that time. It's gonna be such fun um, and such an incredible time uh, to, and it's such an incredible way you know, to kick off uh, the new year. So we're very excited about everything that's going on right now. And, uh, and you know, it's very rare that the winners win uh, actually lands on the first day of the new year. And so that was exciting to see that it was going to be on the first day of the new year. And what a better time for me to talk about um, goal setting, you know, and, and really getting you in the right mindset to make this the best year that you've ever had. And, uh, and so most of you know through the years that I am absolutely crazy about goal setting. And uh, I think it's just so essential. And it always amazes me as I look back over the years that the goals that I set and, and how many of them that I've hit. And, and although when I set them, they were unrealistic to most people. I, I had no idea how I was going to make it happen. I just knew that's what I wanted with everything in me. And somehow, you know, the stars aligned it along with the hard work that I was willing and the price I was willing to pay to make those dreams come true. And we already sat down for 2022 and began to set some of our goals and some of them are brand new and some of them are the ones we didn't hit last year uh, that we want to hit this year. It's been interesting with the pandemic as to how much you could actually do. And, uh, and so, man, we are so fired up and excited about the opportunities. I mean, we all know the issues that the pandemic brought about, but the opportunities that it also brought about are absolutely incredible. Guys, this is the first time in the history of network marketing um, that not only do you have to convince people about your product, but you normally had to convince people about the process. You know, most people just didn't believe you could be your own boss or work from home, or they just thought all those things were just one of those things. And, uh, but now people believe in working from home like they never have before. People believe they can replace their income through working from home. And more people are quitting the traditional job to find a way to earn income and have a certain level of freedom that they become accustomed to. The level of freedom that allows them to actually participate in the education of their children, the level of freedom that allows them to actually grow with their spouse because they spend that time together. The, see, those were freedoms most Americans forgot about because pursuing a career didn't allow you to have them. 
and now they realize you can have them. And so guys, we, for the first time, don't have to convince people of that. All we got to do is get people to see that travel is the industry to be in. And that's never been a tough sale. So when you look at the environment we're in now, man, the sky is the limit as to what we can do. So I don't want to make this long and drawn out because I really want you to spend time working on your goals if you haven't already. Um, and, and so I'm going to try to go through as brief as I can uh, the steps and the process and, and what I think is important for you to be able to take your business to the next level. And so let me start with the leadership mindset. Let me start with just, I believe, guys, if you master these points in your mindset, because you've heard me say 90% of women is that space between your two ears. It's the way you think. It's your mindset. That other 10% is the work ethic. It's the fight that's in you. It's how bad do you want it? Are you really sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you want to achieve your goals and dreams? Do you want to leave a legacy for you? See, that's that other 10%. 90% is the mindset that you have to win and be successful in your business. And so the first one that I want you to, 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 to digest is, uh, is uh, number one is control the rock star within. Now, this is the way that I say it, but what I'm really saying, guys, is you got to understand that you have a conscious and an unconscious mind. And so many of us think we're consciously making the decisions and moves and actions that dictate our future. But the truth is, most of them are made unconsciously. And they're just acted upon consciously. See, some of you make decisions and you don't know why you made that decision. Because the unconscious mind took into consideration. That's that little rock star. That's that voice within. That's that feeling in your gut. That's that thing we call intuition. See, all of that is what I call a little rock star within. You know, I, I liken it to the, uh, uh, the Men in Black movie when, you know, they catch the alien and, and you know, you got a full body like a regular human. And then when they opened him up, there was a little alien inside the brain section controlling the big human body. And, and that, that's, that's how I look at it. There's, there's a little alien inside of us that is controlling uh, our conscious and it's it's our unconscious mind, you know, and 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 I this is a funny way to look at it, but I say, look, if you want to see if you have one, just do this for me. I want you to say rock star real loud without using your mouth. You know, I just want you to keep your mouth shut on the count of three. I want you to say rock star, you know, one, two, three. Now if you said it and you heard it, <laughs> without using your mouth, that's your rock star. See, that voice you heard is the rock star within. And when you learn to control that voice, there's nothing you can't do. See, we can hear the rock star talking. We just never really attempt to control it. See, the rock star says all the things you wouldn't say out loud. But the sad part is, unless you control it, it's usually the negative things. When somebody walks in a room and you go, oh, my God, who told her to wear that? Who told her to wear that? Oh, my God, she looks a mess. He look See, that's the rock star talking, but it's talking negatively because you don't control it. So if your, uh, your subconscious is feeding your conscious mind negativity. 
See, guys, you got to learn to control the rock star within. You know it's there. You heard it speak. You heard the voice. You've been hearing it your whole life. Now control it is the key. And then number two, you got to become obsessed with goal setting. Guys, you cannot let life go by on its own terms. You've got to set goals. You got to set goals for the whole year, which a lot of people are going to call that New Year's resolutions or whatever they're going to call it. But you need to set your goals for the year. You should have goals for the next five years. You should know where you want to be 10 years from now. But most importantly, you got to at least have the year set. And then you break that down into monthly goals and you break those into weekly goals and you break those into daily goals and you got to be obsessed with them. You got to always be working on them and adjusting them. Because guys, even to go in a straight line requires adjustment. When you think about when you're driving a car straight, are your hands on the steering wheel real stiff like this? Or are you constantly just kind of just a little bit. See, that's a that's course correction. It's automatic. Just to go straight. See, that's how you got to be with your goals. You got to constantly be course correcting in order to make sure you hit your goals. Number three, look, you got to have a merger with your upline. I've said this before, and it seems like it just goes over people's heads and they don't get it. I'm not saying you got to love your upline. I'm not saying you got to like your upline. I'm saying you got to have a merger with your upline. People don't follow you. They follow the direction you're going in. And if you don't show them a clear cut direction of where you're going, then they won't follow you just like you're not following your upline. See, you think you're going to break that rule. You think you're going to not work with this. You're going you're gonna to not, I'm not, I don't like, I'm going to do, I'm telling you right now, People follow a chain of action. And if you want them to do the same, you got to first adhere to it. So you got to have a merger with your upline. You got to come to the understanding that we are here to build a business and build wealth. Whether we ever be friends or anything else is irrelevant. And so if I don't at least show that I'm following the same direction as you, people won't follow the direction of me and their people won't follow the direction of them. And I'll never build as big as I could build. Now, some people go, Chris, I'll never adhere to that. I've never worked with people. I've always made money. Yeah, but think of how much more you might've made if you followed this principle. See, I'm here to say whatever you made, is probably five to 10 times less than what you're really worth because you refuse to follow your upline, to have a merger where you come to the agreement and understanding that to build the biggest business possible, we need each other. And when you're done working, you, you don't have to be at each other's house. You don't have to, uh, you got to build a business though. When people learn that type of alignment, I used to say it all the time. It's like being on a bobsled team. There's four people on that bobsled team. When they get to that starting line, whatever they're going to say, they're one, two, three, four count. They start rocking in unison. And when they say go, they start all running. 
and they all running. And then the first one, the one who's going to steer, that's the, that they, he jumps in the bobsled first and gets in position and tucks his head. And then the second one jumps in, the third one jumps in, the last one pushes hard as he can and then jumps in. And for the rest of the course, these four people have had have a merger. And if you watch them, they, they, they're in unison, heads tucked. When they take a turn, they all lean the same time. They all, when they turn the other way, they all lean the same time and they come back up. And until that race is over, they are in unison. And that unison is what creates the speed that gives them the opportunity to win. If you see a bobsled team that's sloppy and not, they usually never pick up the speed to be number one. Number four, you got to live your life right. Guys, live your life now. Does I, did I say perfect? No. Right. What does right mean? Understanding the difference between fault and responsibility. See, see, when you, everything you do, you got to take responsibility. You can't sit around blaming other people and saying whose fault it is. You got to know the difference between fault and responsibility. If a tree falls on you, not your fault. How hard you fight to heal and recover, that's your responsibility. See, live your life understanding the two, and man, you'll be an incredible leader. Hey, number five, save your money. Save your money. Every dime you make, put away a little bit for taxes, put away a little bit for investing. Live below your means until you're financially free. It allows you to be such a great leader. It allows you not to make decisions based upon money, but based upon goals and dreams and desires. So many people have lost their goals and dreams and desires because of their need for money. Don't be one of those people. I've seen great people lose it all because they, they had to figure out a short-term solution. And that short-term solution destroyed their long-term dreams and goals. Number six, you got to live in day-tight compartments. Hey, guys, you can't, the past does not dictate your future. You can't keep carrying what happened yesterday into tomorrow. You got to live in daytime. You got to do all you can do. And when that day is over and you go to bed, that's it. The last thing you do is write down your, your 10 most important things you need to do tomorrow and then go to bed. And when you wake up, your focus is on those 10 things you wrote down, not on other things that happened or other on the 10 things you wrote down is your focus. And all day you do all you can to achieve those 10 things. And then at night you sit down and write the 10 things that are going to be the most important for you to do the, the next day. And then you go to sleep. And when you wake up in the morning, you focus on those 10 things. You can't change the past. Therefore, you, you don't waste any. Look, take your right, finger, your right hand, your finger, and touch your nose. Now undo it. Untouch your nose. Make it so that it never happens. 
You can't. Even though it was only 20 seconds ago, you can't undo it. The past is the past, whether it's 20 seconds or 20 years, it's over. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Stop carrying that weight on you. Some of you don't feel like you can do better because of how you did already. That has nothing to do with it. Last year could have been a total bomb and this year could change your life if you believe and fight with reckless abandon. I mean, if you give it everything you got, you could go do more this year than you've done the last five or 10 years. There's no correlation or connection between the past and the future. So don't carry it with you. Number seven, focus on developing leaders. You know, I remember a line in another movie, uh, um, Black Panther. And, and when the new Black Panther went into the, the, the spirit world and saw his father, he said, I will, I'm, not, I will, I'm not ready to do this. I, I, I need you. And his father said, did I not teach you everything I know? Did I not have you with me every step of the way? If I have not prepared you to succeed without me, then I have failed. See, guys, if we don't create leaders, then we fail. The whole purpose of this is to build independent leaders, because when you have independent leaders making their own money, building their own business, it's what gives you the freedom to live your life. It gives you the ability, like a Juliet St. John, to decide you're going to live in Costa Rica. When all of your directors are in the U.S. But those directors are independent leaders. So whether she's there or not, they're going to get up every day and go fight for their family. And that fight sends a little bit of residual to her every day. Enough for her to live her dreams and have freedom in her life. See, I don't know about you, but that's what I'm here to do. That should be what you're here to do. To one day have nobody need you. To work yourself out of a job where all your leaders have developed their own philosophy and are successfully winning. And you just have a check coming every day. No matter where you are in the world, direct deposit the money into your account. Isn't that, isn't that the dream? Well, you can't live that dream if you don't develop leaders. So that's got to be your focus in everything you do. Not create followers, not get a bunch of people to worship and listening, but to create independent leaders. You got to be a competitor. See, you got to be everything you want others to be. If you want the best of the best, the best of the best are competitors. Our military is so good because it constantly competes to be the best around the world. In every sport, there's a championship. 
because to be the best at tennis or baseball or basketball or football, you got to be a competitor. And the way they make sure you're a competitor is there's a championship. And if you don't win it, you can't call yourself the best. So you got to be a competitor so that you build a team of competitors. Number nine, probably the most important thing I'm going to say, negatives up. If you have a problem, a situation, something upset you, you believe you've been wronged, you believe something is somebody else's fault and not your responsibility, then you take that issue to your upline. And if they can't resolve it, then take it to their upline. And if they can't resolve it, eventually you're going to get to me or Scott. And there's nothing in this company we can't resolve. But positives have to be all around. Don't turn to the person that's not on your team and tell them about the problem that you're having to try to garnish some sort of mental support. Don't, don't spread the negativity to the sides of you. Also, don't spread the negativity to your teammates below you. I remember the first business opportunity I was ever in and the person who introduced me to it quit. And I was angry because they quit, they just left, they just disappeared. And one day I ran into him years later. And I said, well, what happened? Why you didn't tell me? If something happened, you should have told me. And the person said, you were doing good. Why would I stop your success? Because I'm not happy. I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want you to decide or make a decision based upon what I was going through. And after they said that and I thought about it, I said, thank God they didn't tell me because I'm the type of loyal person I probably would have said, well, if you're leaving, I'm leaving. And my whole life would be different because they thought enough to keep negatives up. And I was in their downline, so there was no reason for them to tell me. And positives everywhere else. It never affected my career, the decision they made. And ultimately, I don't think they made a good decision, but it doesn't matter because it didn't affect me because they never told me. Some of you are destroying your people and the people around you because you are sharing your negativity. And it doesn't matter whether you think you're right or not. It's kind of like when they say never tell your family about a fight you're having with your spouse because you and your spouse will make up and your family will still hold a grudge. See, it doesn't matter who was right in the fight. What matters is that your family should have never been brought in because how they process may be different than how you process. And the two of you can make up and forgive each other and now your family hates your spouse forever. Same concept. Negatives go up. Positive all around. If you learn and master that, it makes a huge difference in your business. And number 10, you got to think and grow big. You got to think big and grow your business 
big. I hope that makes sense. So now let's get into the five steps to goal setting. So as you sit down, guys, I want you to kind of think of these five things as you go through your five steps to goal setting. The first one is you got to have a clear, concise mental picture of what you want. So you got to have a clear, concise mental picture. You can't just say, uh, I want to be rich. What does rich? Rich means different things to different people. So you got to decide what is rich. If rich is $10 million, then say, I want $10 million. But just don't throw out vague things. I want a house. Well, there's plenty of houses. They got little tiny miniature houses you can get now that are a couple of hundred square feet. And they got mansions that are thousands of square feet. They got houses that cost $50,000 and they got houses that cost $200 million. What kind of house do you want? How many bedrooms do you want? How many bathrooms do you want? Do you want a pool or not? Do you want a fire pit or not? Do you want a movie theater or a gym? What do you want? Don't just say house. You can get any kind of house you want. Don't just say car. What kind of car? What color? What color is the interior? Are you getting my, my picture? Clear, concise, mental picture of that which you want to achieve. It doesn't matter if it's material things or if it's something else. If you want to build a charity, if you want to build a nursing home, if you want to build a home for homeless people, if you whatever it is, be clear. How big is it going to be? How many beds will it have? How many rooms will it have? Will it have a kitchen? Will it? How many people will you employ? I see. It doesn't matter what the goal is. Make sure it's clear and concise. If you can get a picture of it, get a picture of it. And put that picture everywhere that you'll see it. Tape it to the mirror in the bathroom so when you wake up every day and go to wash your face or brush your teeth, you see your goal. Take your new car goal and tape it to the dashboard of the car you drive now. So every time you drive your car, you see the car you're going to drive one day. Take the pictures of your new house and tape it to the refrigerator in the place that you live right now so that every time you open that refrigerator, you see the house you're going to one day be cooking in or eating in. Are you getting my drift? Clear, concise mental picture. Number two, what price are you willing to pay? See, what price are you willing to pay to get that which you say you want? You got to decide that. Are you willing to prioritize and work your business every day that you're not working your job? How many, right? Are you willing to sacrifice the balance that we all seek in life for a little while in order to be balanced forever? I remember as I was coming up, the biggest struggle I saw people have was birthdays and holidays. And, and you know, they just, they, they just didn't want to miss anything. Well, you can't build a successful business and not miss anything. There's going to be scheduling conflicts. You're going to miss some stuff. Are you willing to do that? See, see, which do you think your children 
would prefer that you not miss their first birthday or that you missed it, worked your butt off so that by the time they graduate, you could afford to buy them a car or you could afford to pay for them to have a four-year education at any college they want. Which do you think they, they prefer, that you didn't miss their first or second birthday that they don't even remember anymore? But when they turn 16, they get a car or, or they can go to co any college they want. Or, they, or when they get married, you can give them the down payment to a house or you could just buy them a house. Which do you think they prefer? So what price are you willing to pay? Because you're going to pay a price. Nothing comes without paying a price. So how big a price are you willing to pay? You got to decide that. Number three, what time frame or deadline? Every goal has to have a deadline. You can't just say, I want to be rich. What, by when? This year, next year, five years, 10 years? When? It's got to be a deadline. You got to be working towards a finish line. You notice that's why the, every, the biggest marketing campaigns in the world have a, have a deadline. These shoes are on sale till Sunday. This food is on sale till, till, till Saturday. We got a one-day sale. We got a Black Friday sale. We got Because when you put the deadline, people have a sense of urgency. And you need a sense of urgency to achieve your goals and dreams. So you got to put a deadline on every one of them. And then what's your game plan to achieve it? If you're listening to my voice, then I'm assuming you're in Surge 365. So you have a system, follow it. Oh, I'm going to create my own. Why would you reinvent the wheel? Follow the system that works that's already been created. The only variation is how fast and how hard do you want to work the system? Do you want to put one person a month into the system or do you want to put 100 people a month into the system? That's the only variation. But the game plan should be to work the system. And then number five, write your goals down and read them daily. See, you heard me earlier talk about constant course correction. Well, if you're not reading them daily, you don't know if you need to course correct. Also, reading them daily reminds you what you're fighting for. So when the fight gets ugly, when it gets frustrating, when it gets negative, when you get down, when you get a little depressed, and you're going to get all those things if you're shooting for big goals. It's the reading of the goals that gives you the energy. It's what recharges your battery. See, I got a cell phone with a pretty long battery life. But by the next day, if I don't plug it up, it's dead. It's just simple as that. There's no such thing as forever charge. At some point, it's got to plug in. Well, I think the business, I think your, your meetings, your Zooms, your uplines are all ways to charge your battery. But you ever see people, you know, uh, with the little battery pack that they can put right on their phone and it charges it so they don't have to find a plug? That's what your goals are. Your goals are that little battery pack you can pull out anywhere and get a quick charge. 
You don't have to be on a meeting or talking to somebody. You just, yeah, my wife has one of those. You know, she just puts her phone on it and it recharges her phone. So she doesn't have to plug it in all day long. She only plugs it in at night if she needs to. See that, that that's your goals. Your goals is the little plug. You pull them out every day. You pull them out when you're feeling frustrated. You pull them out when you don't feel like working. When you when you feel like you just want to watch TV and 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 eat popcorn. When you, you pull out your goals that remind you of why you need to turn the TV off and go back to work. It reminds you of what you're fighting for. So you got to write them down. I suggest you get little three by five index cards and write your goals on your index cards because they're small enough you can keep in your purse and keep in your pocket. And when somebody says, no, I'm not interested, don't want any, you pull your goals out and you read them and go, that's okay. Enough people will for me to achieve what I'm here to achieve. You are just practice and you keep going. I usually break my goals down into a few areas. I call it the five F's of goal setting. You don't have to do this. This is not a mandatory thing. This is a personal thing. But if you want to steal it, go for it, because that's what I did. I stole it from somebody else. And, uh, and so my five Fs are faith, family, finance, fitness, fun. And I set goals in all of these areas in life. See, some of you go, Chris, I, I, I want to have some balance. But the way that you have balance is you set your goals for everything that's important to you. And so when you're running after the goals, you're achieving things. You're achieving a milestone in your faith and you're achieving something for your family and your finances and your fitness and you're making sure you have fun. And so I try to set goals in all of those areas so I don't have to stop doing something in order to, it's, it's built into the goal. I'll give you an example. Let's go through some, some types of things. Here's an example of like faith and my personal or family type goals. So faith, I, I have a goal. And these are examples. I'm, I'm not going to show you exactly what my goals are, but some of these are very close. And, 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 and so faith, I have a goal to tithe, or some people call it donate, you know, uh, uh, four figures a month, which if you make, you know, I guess if you make over $5,000 a, a month, then 10% of that would be four figures. It'd, you know, it'd be, you know, a thousand bucks. So every increment higher than $5,000 is a four-figure donation at 10% or four-figure tie. Now, when you crack the $100,000 mark, then this will go up to five figures at 10%. But also when it comes to faith, it's not just about the tithing and the donation, but you constantly, my goal is to continue to educate so that I move closer in my relationship and meditate so that I find that space to flush everything worldly out of my head. And so I said that day, Daily. Do I hit it every day? No, but I go for it. I try. Another goal is personal vacations. I try to take two a year. 
Now, I travel a lot for the company anyway. So I probably travel three or four times a year to company events. And that's great. And I love traveling with all of you. But a couple of times a year, I, I just, I don't want my attention to be drawn away from my family. So I try to take a couple of vacations where we don't want to see y'all. <laughs> just being honest. We don't, you don't want to be Surge and, and have to take a million pictures and, and, uh, and talk to everybody. Because if, if I see you, I'm going to talk to you. If you want a picture, I'm going to give it to you. I will never say no to anybody in Surge. If you want some time, if you have questions, I'm going to always give it to you. So the only way that I give my family 100% is if I plan time that only involves my family. So I try to take two personal vacations a year. Now the pandemic has brought that to a screeching halt the last two years. But I can't wait on my list. The next is, you know, Japan and Thailand. I want to go to Japan. I want to go to Thailand. And I try to take one in the summer months when business is slow and one during the holidays when business is typically slow. So I put that on my goal sheet. My fitness goal, I, I, some of you know, constantly trying to get my weight under control because I know that'll get my diabetes under control. And so my, my goal weight is 190 pounds. I'm probably 225 right now. So I got to lose about 35 pounds and I want to do it over the next six months. And it's been difficult for me because I, it, you know, some of the side effects of, of, of diabetes is the pain in your feet and your legs. And, and so I bought an expensive thousands of dollars for a treadmill and then it hurt so much to run or, or walk too long. And then I bought a bike thinking that would be less pressure on my legs, but it's still, and then now I got this virtual reality thing where I'm not putting a lot of pressure or doing a lot of running, but I'm doing a lot of movement that's creating a lot of calorie burn and a lot of, and that has turned out to be incredible. I saw it on TV as somebody said they lost 50 pounds with it because they get so into what they're doing, they don't even realize they're working out. And a 45 minute to hour workout sometimes turns to two. And I got it and tried it and found that to be true, that you get in it and it's like playing a video game, but you're really working out. And so I got a new tool, you know, and, uh, and then uh, I got a power plate, you know, the, the vibrating plate to stand on this, making all of your muscles and bone density and weight loss. And, and so those two things together is my new game plan, guys. And now I'm going to lose this weight. And, and then when I lose it, the, you know, the, the, the fun part's going to be I'm going to buy a whole new wardrobe, you know. And so I put a goal to take $10,000 and go buy a whole new wardrobe. Now, if I'm buying my wardrobe, $10,000 will work. If my wife's buying my wardrobe, I'm going to have to up it to 100000 So it just depends on who's shopping. But the way we do it right now is I usually buy my daily clothes and she usually buys me clothes as gifts. So that's my game plan. You know, uh, uh, I also have a game plan to get another car. But I'm going in a different route this time. You know, most of you have heard me talk about wanting to get a Ferrari. But, you know, the pandemic and everything else has just kind of changed my mentality about super expensive cars and all the other kind of stuff. And so I've been looking at classic cars. 
And now I'm getting very obsessed with classic cars. I want something that was awesome when I was the year I was born. So I started looking and I liked the 1966 Lincoln Continental with the suicide doors. I found a couple of them. They're not super expensive. They're about 25% of the price of a, a Ferrari, but it, it has so much class and so much character. And so, so my next vehicle is going to be a classic car something that you ain't going to see a bunch of people with because there's only so many of them still on the road 55 years later. But it's going to be in pristine. So that's my new thing. So I got a goal. I put December because I want to buy it for my birthday. And I'm going to add a classic car to my collection. I think the next two cars I own, and another one I saw was a 1948 Roadster that's just... Al Capone-ish. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, so, so I'm going to start adding classic cars, which also appreciate instead of depreciate like the new cars of today. So they become an investment. I met a very wealthy person who began to talk to me about their car collection. And it changed my whole mindset about cars altogether. You know, also on my goal sheet, some of you heard me talk about I want to buy an RV, and you, of course, heard me talk about a yacht. And so I, want, I hope to get one of the two in 2022. Now, why am I not being extremely specific on which one, although I'm very specific on what they look like and what will be in them and what type they are? I can break that down. And I have pictures, but I, I, I buy things of this nature based upon which deal presents itself first. And so if I find a great deal on the RV, I'm going to buy that. And if I, but if I find a super duper deal on the yacht before the RV, then, I, then I'm going to buy that. But these are just some examples of, of, of the faith you know, goal, right? The fun goal, the family goal. What about the business and finance? What about the finance goal? What does wealth mean to you? What's, what, what net worth would make you feel wealthy or rich? I have a number in mind, an eight-figure number, that I would be okay retiring with. And my game plan is I'm going to continue to invest 20% of my income until I hit that goal. I have an income goal. I want to make a, a, a seven-figure annual income, which means I need to make a hundred thousand. I want to break the hundred thousand a month income mark in 2022. It's just my goal. So by December, I want my income to top over a hundred thousand a month. My business goals as, as president of Search 365, Search Global, I want to see us get to 25,000 SBAs. That's my goal. That's that. I work every day to help you get promoted and build your business so that the whole company gets to 25,000 SBAs in 2022. Now, I also look forward to the Founders Annual Tour of Africa I want to start. I've been talking about it for two years, but the pandemic has put a halt on it. I can't wait until we're able to start 
where once a year, I'm going to take a delegation of travel agents to a different part of Africa every year until we've seen it all. If that's even possible. Uh, another business financial goal for me is land. I want to I want to buy land in the U.S. and I want to buy land internationally for not for me to live, but for investment purposes to generate gains. There's no billionaire portfolio that doesn't have some land or real estate in it. And so, if I'm going to build a very very successful net worth, I've got to begin to put land. And, and international resources into the portfolio. So that's important to me that in 2022, I'm going to buy some acreage of land in the U.S., preferably farm or ranch land. And internationally, I'm going to do the same. Cash on hand. I remember when my cash on hand goal was to always have $5,000 I could get my hands on. Then it went to $10,000. Now I'd like to get it to a half a million dollars. Half a million dollars that at 24 hours I could have it in my pocket. And what are usually the fastest ways I think to do that? Where is gold? I literally own gold bars, I own silver bars, and also crypto, which I can convert to crypto and then to, into money or even use a, a, a wallet or, or, or card to spend the crypto just like cash. And so I have a cash on hand goal. Now I'm not saying you gotta have all of these. I'm saying pick whatever formula works for you and set your goals in all areas of your life. I, I added this one on the bottom. I think it's important. You got to work on making sure your business and personal credit is good. The difference so many times in so many different business deals and in life can very much come down to your credit. Now, I remember when I had scores to get my credit up and I remember it was probably a couple of years ago, I said, I wanna get it to 800. And you know, now my score is, is above 800 and my business has got great credit. And, and, but I worked on that. I remember, I, worked, I, I remember when it was bad or average and now what it is today but I set a goal to get it there. So many people ignore that. I think if you're gonna run a successful business, you've gotta have the ability to access resources and funds and credit does that. And so that's a new one I've added for everyone else to kind of put on there. I, I've worked on and have done this. My credit is good. And I do everything in my power to keep it that way. But if yours isn't where you want it to be, set a goal and work on it. You can improve it. And then you got to set your goals of your income. How do you run a business without deciding how much money you want to make? You got to have a goal to make money or why are you in business? 
And so I gave two examples here. If you want to make 50000 a year or $1,000 a week, taking two weeks off, 1000 a week, 50 weeks, $50,000. How do you do that? Help two team builder SPAs become six and free and qualify to override. And you'll bonus every week. If you help two SBAs every week become sixth and free and qualify to override, you'll bonus. How much time would that take, Chris? Three to six hours a day, four days a week. Three to six hours a day, four days a week. And you can make $50,000 a year part-time focusing on two SBAs and your team builder group and helping them become six and free. So I got to recruit to, no, in your team builder group. Doesn't matter who recruited them, help them become six and free and qualify to override. And if you help two people in your team builder group, three of those six will probably be still in your team builder group. The other three, they will have moved to their team builder group. So three times two is six. And then if they buy their own to be qualified to override, that's seven. Seven, this is all based on top sales, is a $1,000 bonus. What if you want to make $100,000 a year? You can do that. That's $2,000 bonuses a week. $2,000 a week, four weeks is $8,000 a year, $100,000 a year. Help four team builder SBAs become six and free and qualified to override. Guys, it's not that difficult. What we do isn't difficult. Oh, Chris, I got to help four people get six people. Yeah, and every four new people has got six friends, family members, mother, brother, sister, cousin, friend, neighbor, next door, barber, that would help them get started in business. So do their go party and help them get those people to get started with us as SBAs, put them into the system, and then they'll upgrade. And oh, Chris, that's not gonna happen fast enough. Not in the beginning, but when you fill the pipeline up, you'll have $2,000 checks coming out the other end every week. You gotta fill the pipeline. You can't put the material for one pizza on the on the on the, the conveyor belt and expect two pieces to come out the other side. So you gotta fill up the pipeline and you'll create an average. So decide. Do you want I think if you're in business now, this is just me. My mentor said this to me. My mentor said if you want to make less than fifty thousand dollars. You should probably go do something else other than network marketing or, or multi-level marketing because network marketing and multi-level marketing is too difficult to do for just $50,000. That's what my mentor said to me. There's plenty of easier ways to make $50,000. And I believe this. So your minimum goal should be $50,000 part-time. Or, or this is... Probably, uh, it's, 
But if you really want to get in the game of building wealth, you want to make 100000 is where that game starts. So pick where you want to start and then work your way up from there. I just wanted to share that with you. The last thing I want to talk about as I wrap up and I'll wrap this up right now is you got to set monthly goals for you and your team. But I'm finding so many people don't know how to set monthly goals. And I understand that. So I'm going to give you a formula I've used that, that tends to work very, very close, probably within a 5% margin of error every single month. And here's what I do. I, I, I get the goals from everyone direct to me. So if I got six people direct to me and they got people under them, I ask those six people, what is their goal for the month? And they'll each give me a number. So let's say all 60, all six of them gave me the number 10. That means that they plan to do 60 new SBAs for the month. Now, you know what I do? I cut that number in half. And instead of putting my goal as 60, I put my goal as 30. And you go, Chris, why are you doing that? Because I know that some of those people are going to do more and some of those people are going to do less. I know life is going to get in the way. I know different things are going to happen. And I have to run a business that needs to be accurate. If you're selling burgers, you do not want to order 100 and only sell 15. Because now you got 70, 80 burgers that are going to go bad. You also don't want to order 50 and have 80 people show up. Now you don't have enough in your reputation in business. You want your goal to be within a small margin of error. So I take that 60, I couldn't have it, I make it 30. And then I add to the 30, what am I going to do? What am I going to make sure it gets done? How many SBAs am I going to get? And if that goal is 10, then I add that 10 to the 30, and my goal for the month is 40. And now my goal represents the team and me going to work. I am telling you, I've used that formula for 30 plus years, and it's always either just a little bit under or just a little bit over every single month. I watch people set goals, and it seems like it's just a guess, and then it's all over the place because it's a guess. But it should be based on the goals that are given to you, an aggregate of that, and then your personal contribution on top of it, because the speed of the team, the speed of the leader is the speed of the team. If you're not going to go to work, they're definitely not going to go to work. I don't care what they tell you they're going to do. So that's that formula right there. Take each one of the people direct to you, find out what their goal is. How should they come up with their goal? They should take each person direct to them and find out what their goals are, cut it in half, add what they're going to do to it, and then report that to you. And then you take everything they report to you, cut it in half, add what you're going to do to it, and that's your goal. That's what you should be reporting to me. And watch you start to become weekly goal setters, weekly goal hitters, monthly goal setters, monthly goal hitters. And your annual goals will all come true. That's how this is done. That's how you become a consistent 
goal setter, and goal hitter. And that's all you want to do is get your brain, get that rock star to understand that when you write something down, that that's what you want, that that rock star's job, your subconscious job is to help you get it by any legal means necessary. And when your relationship with your rock star gets that good, there's nothing you can't do. Think about it, guys. There's some of us trying to figure out how to make a couple of thousand. And there are others of us that are figuring out how to take a rocket out of space. You can't get two different ends of the spectrum than that from the same human being specimen. There's nothing different about that person going out of space than this person trying to make 50,000, except they decided what they wanted and then decided what price they were willing to pay and then decided what deadline. And then they decided to go to work. The only difference, that's it. Only difference. This is a hundred percent up to you. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks for joining me for just a, an hour or so to talk about goal setting. I hope some of this helped you. A lot of it is theoretic, a lot of it is my own. You again, there's nothing that says you have to do it like I do it, but you do have to do it. And so take from it what you can that'll help you build and set your goals today. Don't let don't let this day set without you having your goals for 2022 outlined, clear, and concise with the game plan to do it. And then let's go to work together to make sure you hit your goals. See you next time on Winners Win. 